Zoning appeals, would you please rise for the pledge? I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Tonight's meeting is divided into two parts, like all of our meetings. The first part will be the public hearings on the appeals that are before us, pursuant to the charter of uh, the city of Brecksville. Um, the an appellant who does not, not his project does not comply with the building or zoning code can seek a variance from the city to uh, go forward with their project. Hmm. To get that variance, they have to describe some kind of a hardship. There are a lot of things that can be hardships. There's not a uniform list of what things are hardships, but um, if you have a ravine in your yard and you can't build on the ravine, that's something that's not of your doing. A hardship is not something of your doing, but there are others. And that's the purpose of the uh, appeal is to present what your hardship is and why you can't uh, comply with the code. Um, because the use of property um, does affect everyone in, in the neighborhood, and we all have zoning rules, um, we do have the opportunity, we give the opportunity for neighbors to um, speak to an appeal, whether they support it, whether they, whether they oppose it. Doesn't mean if a neighbor says it's bad, it doesn't go, or if it's good, it does go. It's all part of what is considered by, the, um, by this board as we decide whether to recommend the variance to city council. I said recommend because that is what this board does. It takes a vote of four of the seven of us to um, recommend to city council. If we do that, a week from tomorrow, City Council right here will vote on the variance and they're the body that can grant the variance if it happens. If you don't get four votes for the appeals in front of us, then it doesn't go to City Council pursuant to our charter. It just stops right here. The, um, uh, there, while there were four appeals on our agenda to start with, one of them has been withdrawn, so we only have three appeals. After the public hearing, uh, we will immediately go into our regular meeting and that's where the vote takes place. So we will vote then. I ask the appellants to stick around in case there are follow-up questions or there's some reason that, you know, somebody might have a, something they just thought of or whatever. And you also then will know whether it got voted on here and passed on the city council to deal with, uh, to deal with that. Um, lastly, we've all read the materials. We've visited the properties in one way or another. So we have a, we have a general idea of what the projects are does not mean that we know everything there is to know about a project. Um, so you know, keep, that in, keep that in mind. I, I do note that um, for one of our appeals that we've gotten some uh, correspondence involving other neighbor issues. And unfortunately, that's not what this body can do. This body can do absolutely nothing. It's not the forum to vent about whatever you want to vent about. That's not what this is for because uh, we can't do anything about it. You have city government, you have uh, that you can call uh, council people to are here, um, the mayor's office or whomever to deal with those kind of issues. We can't do anything about it and it, doesn't, it really doesn't help. What we're here for is to um, listen to appeals, det determine in our judgment whether or not there's a hardship and we should recommend it or not based on the appeal as it is. Um, so just letting everyone know that. That doesn't mean we don't, not let somebody speak to an appeal, but I'm saying that at the beginning, that if they speak to the appeal is, 
I don't like something about what's going on in my neighbor's house or yard or whatever it is, we can't do anything about it. It's just going to be a waste of time, of our time, and a, a waste of the resources of us dealing with that. So hopefully everyone will respect that. Would you please call the roll? Ms. Gagliano? Here. Mr. Hasman? Here. Mr. Caruso? Here. Mayor Ruby? Here. Mr. Collin? Here. Mr. McRodden? Here. Mr. Rose? Here. Our first appeal is appeal 2023-31. It's Scott Warren for one, a variance in section 1185.03A, a fence not allowed in the front yard to allow a post and rail fence. Two, a variance in section 1151.25D2B, maximum floor area of 192 square feet to allow 200 square feet. And three, a variance in section 1151 26 Greenhouse required in the rear yard to allow in the front yard located 8700 Riverview Road, permit parcel 602-14-018. Would the appellant approach? Mr. Warren, just come in and explain to us, you know, why you can't comply. I know you have a very unique property, uh, to say the least. I do. But before I get started, I received uh, the mayor's letter this past week. I've been here since 1968. Jerry, I just want to say thank you for your stewardship. I think you did a terrific job, both between you and your brother, and uh, we're going to sorely miss your leadership. Thank you. Uh, my, uh, uh, our lot, uh, by just the way it's laid out, is primarily all front yard. Uh, it's very limited to the rear. Uh, there's a uh, minimum setback to the rear, and then it's wooded to the south end. So we really basically have one area, and in that area, uh, there is no trees. My only other option would be to clear cut trees and place the greenhouse directly behind the, uh, the Emerald Woods development along the folks uh, property line there. I didn't think that was a wise decision. Um, as for the, fa uh, the square footage, the, the, uh, the particular unit, which I think you have a copy of, comes in 10 by 20. It is also available in 10 by 15. I'd prefer to do the 10 by 20. Uh, it's eight square feet. I didn't find that to be uh, an abuse of uh, the request. Um, as for <clears throat> the fence, the fence is purely aesthetic. It's not intended to create a fenced-in area. <clears throat> we are creating a pollinator garden there in that acre-plus section. Uh, that'll be returned to all native plants. The property is vastly or has been vastly overgrown for years with uh, invasive species. We've been cleaning those up. We still have quite a ways to go. Uh, that underbrush is being removed. The, the uh, uh, canopies that envelop the trees and are killing the trees are being removed. Uh, then we'll get the invasive species out and we're going to put all native plants in. Um, the greenhouse will not have a water line run to it, will not have an electrical line to it. It's purely for wintering over and starter seeds uh, is going to be its intended use. It will not be basically functioning during the summertime. But beyond that, the hardship is basically the, the layout of the lot and the aesthetics of being able to put a line of demarcation down there between what you would consider more of a meadow versus a, a lawn. So that's, that's the, where I'm at. Mr. Warren, the drawing you gave us is, that's conceptually what you're going to do, pathways and 
native plants. Yeah, and, all that. and when you see pathways, those are grass. That's that's existing lawn that'll be maintained and cut with the mower to go through the taller weeds. In the fall, uh, those pollinator gardens are just simply cut to the ground. It knocks the seeds down. You let it go over the winter, and then they'll regerminate in the spring. Um, so that is that's the intended purpose. While there's a couple of conceptual areas there, there's a there's a fire pit there that uh, we've abandoned already. Um, but what we're waiting on are the drawings for the change to the house footprint, and then the, the we'll marry the 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 housing drawings with the the lot plan from the landscape architect and put those two together. We'll have a more complete, concise plan. Thank you. Anyone for the board have further questions for Mr. Warren? Mr. Chairman, I have a question yes. for Mr. Senek, please. Yes. In uh, 2021, the applicant, Mr. Warren, applied for and received a variance from an uh, oversized shed in the yard. Is that still valid? I do believe he did make an application. I did, was that ever installed? Oh, it was installed and permitted and closed. Yes. It's, it's still valid. valid. Yes. So would your intention be to construct the shed and the greenhouse? No, the shed's already up. It's been up. I didn't see it, sorry. Yeah, you have to really look. It's tucked in the very southeast corner of the property, and the intention was so people didn't really have to see it. So. Well, you, you achieved your objective. <laughs> <coughs> Mr. Hasman. Yes, thank you. Mr. Warren, uh, the area that you live in is, is very heavily wooded right now, and I hear that you're going to be clearing it out. Uh, will it continue to be so heavily wooded that most of your neighbors won't see the greenhouse when it's finally built? Yeah, what I'm referring to are the, the invasive vines growing up the trees and encompassing them so we don't kill them, uh, and then clearing out the, the invasive shrubbery uh, along the ground. Um, it's mo uh, predominantly poison ivy and poison oak. Uh, some of these things have roots, you know, two to three inches in caliper size. They've been there for a very long time. Um, almost looks like a cypress forest, but, you know, it literally entails having to put a chain around them and pull them down. That's the only way you're getting them out besides getting up there and clearing them. But, yeah, that's the intention. Uh, the only option I would have is to move it to the southwest side and clear cut a section in that section. Uh, to, to put the greenhouse in, which would not require a variance. But even once you took the invasive species out of there, it would still be pretty heavily shrouded. Oh, very much so, yeah. Yep. But where you're putting it now, you won't need to clear any that trees? That won't require any. Well, there, there's three trees coming down, but they're coming down because of the condition of them. But uh, they're not but related the to where the, the footprint is at all. <clears throat> no. But nothing near the back of the property? No, sir. Okay. Good questions. Any, any further questions? On the, on the appeal itself, anyone from the audience wish to speak to the, this appeal? Yes, would you please approach and identify yourself? <clears throat> and, and again, as I said at the beginning, try to keep yourself to the, to the appeal itself, not anything else. Okay. And identify yourself, please, for the record. Yes, my name is Carolyn Fitch. I live and own at 8694 Riverview Road, the property to the north of the Warren property. Um, we oppose these variances uh, for a number of reasons. The first reason is that this lot is a non-conforming lot because it lacks the required frontage on Riverview Road. 
Therefore, the ordinances seek to minimize any adverse effects on the adjoining properties, so no variances should be granted. Um, in addition, as you should be well aware per the city's ordinances, variances are only supposed to be granted in the case of a hardship. This is not a guideline or a suggestion, it is a requirement. And the stated reason for a hardship that there was no room in the backyard is not valid because there is more than ample room in the backyard where the quote greenhouse quote could be located in full compliance with required setbacks from property lines. This is also true of the fence that a variance has been requested for. If you look at the site plan, there is an area described as horseshoe pits that is an open area and not wooded and is more than sufficient to accommodate the greenhouse that the, the warrants are requesting. The horseshoe area is not wooded and it is, it is more than large enough to hold the greenhouse. Therefore, the stated reason for a hardship is not valid and the ordinance, the variance should not be granted. Excuse me, can I ask a question? Yes. Are you objecting to the location of the greenhouse? Yes. Or the fact that it's going to be eight square feet larger than the Both. Uh, permitted Both. 192 Because it's a non-conforming lot. Are you no arguing with me? I'm sorry. Are you arguing with me? No, I'm answering your question. Thank you. I'm objecting to both the size and the location of the quote greenhouse unquote because there is no hardship and it's a non-conforming lot and variance should not be granted in perpetuity where the neighbors and community will have to to live with these variances. Um, also the plans submitted are incomplete and inadequate because they lack the elevations for the greenhouse structure. There is nothing that indicates the height of the greenhouse structure and it looks quite tall, like it might exceed the limit specified in the ordinances. Um, also, in addition, the plan submitted shows a driveway extension starting from the side of the house and continuing about 700 feet around the perimeter of the property on, on three sides. There has been no permit or variances requested for that driveway extension which has already been started with gravel delivered to the property. Um, that point. Also, um, this all leads us, and looking at the location of the fence subdividing the front yard, which is a real unusual location for a fence. Normally fences enclose a property or enclose a dog run area or a child play area. It doesn't subdivide the property. Looking at this plan leads us to believe that the numerous variances requests received so far are just the prelude to the creation of an event center, a campground, or something else that is not permitted under the detached single family R20 zoning of this property. The house has nine cars, garage space for nine cars, four of which are heated, an additional detached one <coughs> car garage, a shed that was granted a variance for its size, two kitchens, two fire pits, and plans shown on this site plan that shows a 700, roughly 700 foot extension to the driveway. To us, it looks like the location of the fence is intended to, sub, um, 
to prevent car parking from encroaching on the, quote, play area or event area of the property. And what will the city do when, when the request for the 400-foot pergola, uh, pavilion, gazebo, gazebo, or similar structure is received? And how will the city enforce the use of this property to ensure that it's a permitted one? The building department struggles to enforce the ordinances because it's, it's so difficult to um, visit the properties and catch the legal activities in action and to um, verify the um, misstatements made by the property owners that A, it'll be just for personal use or a, you know, um, you know, flower bed or whatever. And when you look at the plan, you have to look and see what does it look like to me. <clears throat> it looks like the beginnings of an event center. It looks like a campground. It, and then, not only that, but the homeowner has already started digging a trench from the location of his septic system tie-in in the front of his yard towards the direction of where the greenhouse, where he wants to put the greenhouse. And he says there's no electrical or no sewer connections there. What's the trench for? It's already been dug. It's already been covered over. He started the shed before he got the variance and the permit for it. Now it looks like he's starting the greenhouse before he's got the variance and the permit for it. And I urge the city to stop handing out variances like candy on Halloween. People have to live with these, your decisions in perpetuity. And it's not in the code, in the ordinances, to say, oh, his, his front yard is bigger than the backyard, so he should put it there. Or, oh, there's um, more expensive homes behind him than there are in front of him, so let's put it in the front yard. Or the neighbors are closer in the backyard than the front yard, so let's put it in the front yard. That's not one of the criteria of the ordinances. The variance is based on hardship alone. It's not a subjective aesthetic decision. Is, is there a hardship or is there not? Clearly, there is not in this case. And we urge you to do your jobs and, and say no to make it easy for the building department to enforce the building de department codes in the future. Otherwise, they will struggle and you will waste a lot of money Thank you, Ms. Thank Ms. Fitch. I have a question for Mr. Sinek. I'm assuming that there's not a height issue. He did raise an issue about height, and they would need a variance if there's a height. Is it, they would need it, a variance at this and there point is no, time. We don't know that. Th there's fact, no height. So that, the I question mean, is there's no variance. If it is going to be higher than whatever the 15 feet, uh, they would need a variance uh, and, to do with it. The plan submitted should have shown the height of the structure, and they don't. But the, the point would be if Mr. Warren's saying it's not 15 feet, but if it was, they'd have to come before a variance. And, you know, um, the city does enforce its code, and uh, citizens do go, and sometimes you can't see, and they report. You know, just last week, somebody had to take a fence down that they put up without a variance, and we said no, and I believe they've taken it down because there was a neighborhood complaint. And that's how it's always worked in the city to, to deal with this, you know, in, the, in this uh, community. And that's how it's going to work in, in the future. And it always work that way, trust me. Because he started the driveway extension and the city did nothing. He told them it was temporary, his gravel driveway, and so they let it fly. That's, a, that's, a, diff that's a different question. And now question. it shows a 700 feet on his plan, and, it's, and it's not, he's not requested a variance for that either. 
I, I have, the city is very uneven in their enforcement of ordinances. It's a very subjective decision. They've got limited resources, and some are a lot easier to enforce than others. And so we, cannot, we have learned we cannot count on the city to uniformly enforce the ordinances. Uh, I, I, I appreciate all your comments, and they've been very thoughtful, ma'am. Anyone else wish to speak to the merits of this appeal? <clears throat> Please identify yourself for the record. My name is Edward Fitch. I live at 8694 Riverview. Uh, do you have anything to say that wasn't said by Ms. Fitch? Yes, I do. Communication is a two-way street. We have had no communication with Mr. Warren on, on any of this other than the, uh, other than the, um, uh, other than the mail out of this. Communication is a two-way street. Um, and, and the other item is that I, I believe in, in, in approving this, this as drawn, you would be approving that driveway. So if you would not wish that, that extension of the driveway to, to be there, you, you might consider making it a, a, um, a, a temporary as opposed to a permanent for that particular part of this plan. Understood. M Mr. Senek, just going to clarify that if indeed this site drawing for our purposes was where the um, greenhouse is going to go and where the fence is going to go. We are no driveways in front of us, nothing else is in front of us. All that's in front of us is the greenhouse, the size of it, and the fence, correct? That's correct. And if there is a permanent driveway or whatever it is that doesn't meet code, Mr. Warren's going to have to come back here um, and ask this board to deal with it. And if they don't get a variance, he's going to tear it out, um, which has also happened in the past. So. Um, Although I understand your concern, and, and I'm certainly have empathetic to the concern, but we aren't approving anything on this drawing other than where that, because if we approve it, where the greenhouse would be, the size of it, and this decorative fence. Understand. Thank you, Thank Mr. You. Fitch. Any, anyone else want to speak to the merits of this appeal? Mr. Warren, you want to respond? Lost track, but a uh, couple of items. And I don't is, want to talk about the driveway or the septic. Well, or one is we talked about that path last time we were here for the shed and what the necessity of it was. Um, and uh, the actually the, the tree guy was there today about mulching over it. But that's a reinforced path. There's been a number of inspectors up for everything that we've permitted, and they they understand exactly we what understand it is. That. That's it's not a, in front of us, though, today, Mr. That's Warren. correct. So uh, as far as what she referred to as the horseshoe pit, conceptual horseshoe pit area, that is not a clear cut area. That is under the tree canopy. Um, the, uh, uh, the other allegations is nine car garage. We're well off of that. Uh, we have a three car garage. Uh, we have right now a fourth car garage, but that fourth car is going to become a bedroom in the drawing plans. And as far as the available area to put it would be only in the, in the rear yard would be the north west corner of the lot which would be this bottom right corner down here um, if i can excuse me top right corner would be right here that would be the only area available to put it now where it wouldn't require but we have uh, conceptual plans for that section of the yard so that's why we're asking to go in the front where we don't have to cut down additional trees and uh, put it out what we consider our side yard, but I know technically it doesn't work that way. We have to go off the corner of the property. I understand. Uh, so, 
I Those think, are just a few of the thank points. Thank you, Mr. Warner. We had one other, another person wanted to speak sure. to this appeal. Yes, sir. Just identify yourself for the record, please. You know my name, address, what do you need? Yes. Uh, Phil Rest Park, 7774 Sunstone Drive in Emerald Woods. Uh, the only comment I'd like to make is there's not adequate woods that hide everything that's being stated here. In fact, there's a piece of construction equipment parked right in full view of most of the neighbors uh, that the city, I think, says a lawnmower and it's a front end loader. So there's not adequate woods to protect or to block the view of additional buildings. So somebody needs to go out and look at it if that's what uh, you're making your decision on. Thank you. I, I don't know about the size and the, the ordinances on that, but I'd like to make the comment about the, uh, the woods and the vi visual that you can see from neighbor's yards. Understood, we appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else want to speak to the merits of this? Good evening. I'm Meredith Seeley. I live at 7772 Sunstone Drive. My understanding is you support, you support the variances? Um, that's an interesting question, Mr. Rose. I don't know that I necessarily support All the right. variances, but I don't necessarily disagree with you on the variances. Right. I'm a firm believer and everyone is able to do whatever they so choose to do on their own property, including myself. I agree with Mrs. Fitch's statements earlier. Communication is a two-way street. This gentleman has not communicated with any of the neighbors within the Emerald Woods subdivision, with the exception of two families recently who found out about the variances being requested. Had we had adequate communication, maybe we would be more in full support. Mr. Rusbark is absolutely correct. It's not a fully wooded lot. There is plenty to see on a regular basis. I have three small children. I would like my children to be able to enjoy their backyard as much as Mr. and Mrs. Bourne would like their children and even their grandchildren to enjoy their backyard. I understand that tonight's hearing or tonight's uh, meeting is not about behaviors, but you all have been given lots of communication regarding behavior and regarding the lack of respect that has been shown in the two and a half years that I've been a part of this community. And I have every intention of being a resident of this community for many, many years to come. So please take that all into consideration this evening as you make your decisions. Thank you. We certainly would, and it is, we certainly were aware of that and we appreciate people keeping it to this appeal. And it is not, you know, it's unfortunate when neighbors collide like this, because that's really is in our community. It happens at, at times and there's, there's It'll have to work itself out. Hopefully, at some point, it will. Does anyone else wish to speak to the merits of this appeal? Yes, sir. Could you please identify yourself for the record? Hello, my name is Brian Condis. I live at 7770 Sunstone Drive. So our entire back property line is along uh, Mr. Warren's property line. So I'm just going to echo again what uh, Mrs. Seeley just said There's in uh, Mr. Russ Park. There used to be good screening with shrubbery and that's all been torn out and we see a lot of construction vehicles now. At one point I was parked there for an entire week earlier this spring. And I have to admit, agree with the Fitches that the ordinances are very unevenly enforced. Um, we've called several times and it's like nothing ever seems to get done. 
I know I, last night we watched the appeals hearing from 2021 where uh, Mr. Warren uh, got the variance for the shed. And at that time, he said the property would be cleaned up in one and a half years, and it's almost two years now, and there's not even close to being cleaned up, and we're the ones seeing it, as are uh, the Sealies. So um, he said at that time he needed the shed to garage his tractor, and he doesn't always use that garage, though. Like I said, for a week earlier this in the spring when it wasn't raining, it was outside our windows for a week where we eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And many other weekends, it's out there too. There's you understand, no you understand we can't do anything about the tractor. Well, the city could do something, but apparently, you know, you can park things in your property, unfortunately. Well, yeah. I'm just saying, he said at the time he needed the garage for the tractor, and he's not using it, is my point. So we don't always believe what he's saying, is my point. The same thing, you know, the property was going to be cleaned up. He said his conservative estimate was one and a half years. We're almost to two years now, and it's not even close to being cleaned up. And we're the ones looking at it all. And um, at that time, too, he said the road would be uh, grassed over, not even close. I think he's graveled it and made it wider at this stage. So my point for mentioning these things are he sounds like a good person, and he's going to do all this stuff, and you can't always believe him. Thank you, sir. Anyone else from the audience? Any from have these comments? Anyone from council? Oh, sorry, ma'am. My name's Julie Condis. I live at 777. Do you have anything more to say than your husband said? Um, or you, yeah, I do have something to say. All right. Thank you. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Warren are asking variances so that they could enjoy their yard. But they have made, they have their behavior has made it impossible for me to my family to enjoy my home. You are making a decision on their variances. Your decision is beholding their bad behavior. Thank you. Thank you. I don't see anybody else rising. After hearing others, anybody from on the board have any further questions or comments? Do I hear a motion to close? So moved. Second. Moved by Mr. McCrodden, seconded um, by Mr. Collin. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. Uh, our next uh, appeal is Appeal 2023-33. <coughs> it's David and Janet Barnhart for variance from Section 1185.03a, maximum fence height of four feet to allow six feet for a replacement fence located at 7782 Grenadier Lane, printer parcel 601-03-032. You have an appellant. I read that we had no appellant. Oh, we do have an appellant. <laughs> that would be a... If you said, said to, uh, introduce yourself for the... Uh, uh, David Barnhart, uh, 7782 Grenadier Lane. Tell us about your request and your hardship. Yeah, so we're just replacing the back section of the fence. It's a wooden fence, fenced in our backyard over 30 years ago. We moved to the property. And the fence is five feet high except the back 100-foot strip. And um, it's deteriorated. It's a lot, of, a lot of water collects in the back. And so it's deteriorated. We need to replace it. We're just going to replace the back section. The reason we want to go to from four feet to seven or six feet is because we have two large rescue dogs. 
And they spend a lot of time in our backyard and gravitate towards that back fence. And they chase rabbits, squirrels, wherever in our yard. And they always go back to the back fence because they can look over and they, they jump up on it. And we're, we're really afraid they're going to jump the fence because they're pretty, getting pretty big. And, um, and they make, you know, obviously trying to, uh, they look over to the neighbor's yard and look and see the squirrels in that that they can't get to. So, you know, they might start barking. We have to calm them down. That, obviously, we don't let them bark very long. But, you know, they, they're, uh, they're just doing what they naturally want to do. So uh, we're just asking for the, the just raise that back fence up to six feet. Now I think aesthetically it'll look better too with the whole fence being six feet rather than uh, that back section being four. And obviously the back fence is in bad shape, and uh, so it'll just look out better having I mean, conformed to the rest of the fence. Same style of fence, right? You're just same style, replace. exactly. Yeah, the cedar fence, same style. No change. It'll be exactly like the the sides and the front part of the fence. Any questions from members of the board? Anyone from the audience wish to speak to this appeal? Good evening, ma'am. Please identify yourself for the record. Hi, I'm Deborah Knox. I'm at 7772 Grenadier Lane, which, unlike the numbers being 10 digits off, I actually am right next door. Um, and so I'm here to support their request to have the back section of their fence match, match the, the sides. The um, I think that it only makes sense to be perfectly honest. Interesting idea. Um, thank you. Anyone else from the audience wish to speak to this appeal? Do we hear a motion to close? So moved. Second. Second. Thank you. Moved by Mr. Crusoe, seconded by Mr. Hasman. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? Thank you. And our final appeal is appeal 2023-34. It's the Brexville Horticulture Department 1 for variance 1 of from 11 let me try that again a variance from section 1155.32 minimum of 100 foot front yard to allow 22 feet plus or minus from Royalton Road for the construction of a greenhouse on a through lot located at 6916 Stadium Drive permanent parcel 601-31-13 who's appearing there you go just identify yourself please for the record uh, yes good evening members of the board uh, Mayor Ruby Council Vice President Caruso uh, for those that I have not had the pleasure of introducing myself to, uh, I'm Joe Kickle. I'm the new Director of Public Service for the City of Brexville. I'm here on behalf of the City uh, to request an appeal. Uh, the uh, hardship that we're asking for is actually sort of a technical hardship. And the reason being um, the property that's uh, behind the Stadium Drive property uh, directly adjacent is owned by the Ohio Department of Transportation. So uh, in essence, the line, property line closest to the city's property is considered the edge of the right-of-way. Um, and so the greenhouse would be 22 feet plus or minus from that line. But if you actually look at the uh, right-of-way line uh, on the edge of the roadway itself, which is 82, um, it's actually more than 100 feet from that line. You, you, you answered my question that I was going to ask. And it, this is just because of the way the right-of-way is, Mr. Sinek. We know when we saw the drawing, Correct. that's what you had there. It's just kind of an odd um, placement of the, of the right-of-way. Um, any questions from members of the board? Any one for the audience wish to speak to this appeal? Hearing nothing further, do I hear a motion to close? So moved. Second. Member Mr. Collins, second. Ms. Gagliano, all those in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? That was an eye for me. Um, please call the roll for the regular meeting. 
Ms. Gagliano? Here. Mr. Hasman? Here. Mr. Caruso? Here. Mayor Ruby? Here. Mr. Collin? Here. Mr. McRodden? Here. Mr. Rose? Here. Uh, we all have received the uh, minutes from our last meeting. Are there any uh, corrections, additions, or comments involving those minutes? Not do I hear a motion to approve as submitted. So moved. Second. Second. Moved by Mr. Hasman, seconded by Mr. Collin. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Any abstentions? Thank you. Mr. Thank Mr. you. Chairman, I abstain as I wasn't yeah. here. <coughs> thank you. And I thank our uh, recording secretary for her job. Do I hear a motion for appeal 2023-31? Mr. Chairman, I recommend this Board of Zoning Appeals vote on and pass along to City Council Appeal 2023-31 for one, a variance from section 1185.03A, fence not allowed in the front yard to allow a post and rail fence. Two, a variance from section 1151.25D2B, maximum floor area of 192 <coughs> square foot to allow 200 square foot. And three, a variance from section 1151.26, greenhouse required in the rear yard to allow in the front yard located at 8700 Riverview Road, Permanent Apostle 602-14-018. There's second. Second. Uh, and moving second, any further comments or questions? Please call the vote. Mr. Collin? Yes. Mr. Caruso? Yes. Mr. McRodden? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Ms. Gagliano? Yes. Mr. Hasman? No. Mr. Rose? Yes. Uh, do I hear a motion to appeal 2023-33? Mr. Chairman, I move that the board approve and forward to council for its consideration appeal number 2023-33 for a variance from section 1185.03A, maximum fence height of four feet to allow six feet for a replacement fence located <clears throat> at 7782 Grenadier Lane, permanent parcel 6010302. Second. Moved by Mr. Collins, seconded by Mr. Caruso. Any further questions or comments? Please call the vote. Mr. McRodden? Yes. Ms. Gagliano? Yes. Mr. Hasman? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Caruso? Yes. Mr. Collins? Yes. Mr. Rose? Yes. And do I hear a motion or a final appeal? Mr. Chairman, I move that we vote on and if approved, pass along to council for their consideration. Appeal 2023-34. Rexville Horticulture Department for one, a variance from section 1155.32. Minimum 100 feet front yard to allow 22 feet plus or minus from Royalton Road for the construction of a greenhouse on a through lot located at 6916 Stadium Drive, parcel number 601 31 013. There's a second. Second. Moved by um, Mr. Crusoe, second by Ms. Gagliano. Any further comments or questions? Please call the vote. Mr. Caruso? Yes. Mr. Hasman? Yes. Mr. McRodden? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Collin? Yes. Ms. Gagliano? Yes. Mr. Rose? Yes. And for the uh, appellants, um, this vote meant that we would just recommended to City Council. We have not, no variance has been granted. City Council will vote a week from uh, tomorrow right here, and that body will determine whether the variance will be granted. Uh, if it is granted, um, you have six months to do something to act upon it. That means get your fence up and build your greenhouse, uh, or else it will lapse. Uh, report from council. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, 
The trike and bike will be this coming Saturday at Blossom at 10 a.m. All the proceeds go to the pedi go to pediatric cancer treatment. Uh, so far, they've already raised $32,000, and people can register at trikeandbike.org. Uh, the road projects in town continue to progress pretty much on time. Uh, the project on 82 has been a little bit slow going because of the, the nature of the rock, but um, they should be wrapping that up early September. Um, Great. Glenwood Trail is also progressing nicely. That should be towards the end of the month, Mayor? Glenwood? Yeah. Towards the end of the month. And so I just ask everyone to still pay attention to our service guys that are out there working on the roads and doing what they're supposed to be doing. And with that concludes my report. Thank you. Um, Mr. Mayor, any reports? No report, thank you. Um, I, I want to uh, thank the participants here. To, you know, we kept it civil. It's not a, it's a difficult situation. I, I know, and there's nothing, there's something this board can do, but it really can't. So I do appreciate uh, everyone um, and their their way they've handled themselves at this appeal. Do I hear a motion to adjourn? So moved. Second. Seconded. All those in favor? Aye. 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 We stand adjourned. Everyone have a good evening. <clears throat>